All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. Got a tumble full of Hendrix and mindful thoughts. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, the meat of today's rotted sandwich is the fuckface from Fight for Truth. I think his name is Colin, who gives a shit. But, gang, this little fuckface is exactly what you'd expect to see if Opie Taylor was a high school bully. He's fucking terrible. He's absolutely horrible. I'm sure he's probably in his early 30s, but the fuckface looks like he hasn't reached 13 years old. Fresh face, baby face. Again, he, he literally looks like a child, which kind of fucks with you because I've done a couple shows on this guy before, and what he looks like versus what comes out of his mouth are two totally different animals. It's kind of like watching Candace Owens. You're like, I'm pretty sure I'm looking at a black person, but if you close your eyes, you're just like, who, who invited David Duke to the conversation, right? And you sit here and you look at this fresh face, you know, cherry cheek fucking kid but then what he opens up his mouth you're like who hurt you i think the last show i did was uh he was analyzing a video from charlotte climber i think that's how i say her, her last name but charlotte had somewhat of a i won't say typical but a path that we have seen before charlotte was assigned male at birth and I, uh, Caitlyn Jenner did it. I'm trying to think Zoe, I think her name is. I'm two other trans women. And again, these people were on the LGBTQ plus tip long before the internet, long before Will and Grace, all that stuff, right? And so you're trying to figure out what is this I'm feeling? Right? Maybe I'm gay. Okay, I'm not gay. You're just like, what, what is this? And so to kind of bury those feelings, they did as much stereotypical macho shit as you could possibly find. We all know Caitlin's story. When she was living a different life, she was so goddamn great. They put her on a Wheaties box. Uh, Zoe, I think her name is. She wanted to push these feelings so far down. She literally became a Navy SEAL. It doesn't get much more manly than that. Well, Charlotte had the same path. Charlotte ended up joining the United States Army. Long story short, she finally realized that's what that is. I'm trans. So she made the transition, into which I say, go on, girl, live a happy and healthy life. What seems to be the brat? Well, it turns out Charlotte is still a Christian. Personally, I still say, why? <laughs> to me, a trans Christian is like a literally a black Klansman. But hey, whatever floats her boat, knock yourself the fuck out. Like I've always said, if your Jesus makes you say and do good things and I like your Jesus, something tells me I would like her Jesus. Well, Colin got his monkey ass on the mic. And I mean, it was just gross. He never once used the appropriate pronouns to describe Charlotte. And his description of what was coming out of her mouth was just putrid. It was another one of those moments where I had to rage quit my own goddamn show. 
he's just a piece of shit, right? Well, now he's got this video out about woke Christians. Now, of course, we're going to go down this fucked up ass road together, but let me tell you something about the word woke. Conservatives, shove it up your ass. Because you don't even know what it means. You don't. And the real sad part about the word woke, it's how we now communicate on important topics in the United States. We should be embarrassed by this shit, gang. No conservative have put their finger on the actual definition of the word woke. It's just when you want to rile out, rile up the base, you know, at Fox News and shit like that, OAN and Newsmax, just whatever you don't like, call it woke, right? There's no real definition for it. And I can't remember their names, but the two combatants were an author who wrote a book, I think literally on woke, and a journalist. I can't remember their names. But during the back and forth, the journalist asked the author to define woke. She couldn't do it. She just sat there and stammered like she asked her what happened one second before the Big Bang. And you know what eventually the author said after failing to define it like every other conservative? She was like, oh, this is going to go viral. And it did. And it should. Again, you just throw out all these fucking buzzwords. Right? It's like, again, just pick them like socialism. Ask a conservative what socialism is. I promise you they can't tell you. They can't. But if you want to piss someone off who's, you know, a Trump supporter, call something socialist. All right, well, this mac and cheese is socialist. I promise you that conservative will not touch that plate of mac and cheese. It's not inherently evil, gang. It's not like the Proud Boys or the Klan or white supremacist. It's not inherently evil. If you don't know the difference between capitalism and socialism, who controls the means of production? That's really it. That's not inherently evil, gang. It's an economic system. That's it. Go home. No, but call something socialist or socialism. Oh, my God. Again, that's woke. And before we roll this fucked up ass clip, I'm just, why am I whispering? Jesus Christ. Gotta wake up. There was a clip. Fox and Friends. Uh, back then it was uh, Earhart, Ducey, Brian Kilmeade. And I bullshit you not, gang. It got to a point when they put the mic on Kilmeade, he just ran down this conservative list of boogeyman words. And they were all non sequiturs. I bullshit you not. It was literally like, Woke socialism, defund the police, Trump derangement syndrome. Why do you hate Christmas? And he just kept going and going. None of it made sense. And literally it was like, Joe Biden wants to cancel the 4th of July. Democrats don't want you to eat hamburgers. And just literally this tsunami of non sequiturs, just Republican buzzwords. I, I actually did a show on it. Because I remember I sat there and I watched it and I was like, oh, holy shit. I opened up my goddamn laptop and I went to work. And like he literally just went down like this 15 second cavalcade of non sequitur conservative buzzwords. I'm like, that was sitting on some bullshit. The scary part is conservatives saw this like this is this is a plus journalism. What seems to be the brown. But that's woke. Long story short. There's no definition for it. There isn't. Just throw the word woke on top of a topic 
every conservative is going to hate it. Now, look, what's going on over here, gang? This is sitting on some bullshit. Let's hit it with the Autobots transform and roll out. What do you see? This fuck face. What did I tell you? Let me go over here to fucking YouTube. Blow up Shuate. By the way, almost 300,000 followers. Look at his face, gang. When was the last time this fuck face shaved twice in a week? He never has. This is a fucking child. And he sits there and spits the most venomous bullshit you've ever heard, seen. Look over his right shoulder. That is a silver plaque from YouTube. Again, I can't get this channel monetized. I checked. Apparently, my application is still under review. I'm going to hold my breath. He has zero problems telling you you're going to go to hell. Telling trans people that they're lying, that they don't really exist. YouTube's rewarding him for that. These motherfuckers. Beware of woke Christians. That's the title of this fucked up ass video. Let's get some volume. Gang, I've got no idea what the fuck this little bastard's going to talk about. I would like to say I don't care, but I kind of have to. You guys ready? Let's roll the tape documentary about Christian nationalism. Now, Christian nationalism has made a lot of waves recently, especially in reformed evangelical circles. And while I don't currently claim the label for myself, I certainly do believe that the United States of America must submit to the moral law of God. Psalm 22 verse 8, for kingship belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. You see, there are laws revealed in Holy Scripture and in God's creation that clearly ought to be applied to every single government in every single country for God's glory. What? If that makes me a Christian nationalist, then count me in. And with. Pause the tape. This little motherfucker. Let me tell you something. He doesn't mean that. Uh, yeah, I'm asserting his position for him. Again, if you guys, Christians, you can do it to us, I'm going to do it to you. You don't believe that. Again, probably even this little bastard, tell him you need to name all 10 commandments. He's going to leave somehow. Even though apparently this is the greatest rules ever, he won't remember all 10. Now, ask him to recite all 613 commandments. Again, 66 books in the fucking Bible, and all you guys can think of is God hates fags. I promise you, if we were to actually flex biblical rule, you wouldn't like it, Christians. I promise you, of those 613, you're violating at least 47 of them. And I'm pretty sure the prescription for that is death. What you want isn't what's in the Bible. I promise you, again, the atheist game of do that. Christians, if you actually believe what's in the Bible is true and moral, sit down across from your average everyday atheist. Just let us open up the Bible, randomly point to a verse. Now your job, what we just pointed to, you go do it. How many of those are you going to do before your monkey ass is going to be charged with a felony? See, what this little bastard actually wants is, you know, let's just go back to the early 1900s. What he wants, I promise you, these little bastards, make America great again when the only people that had a voice, white, Christian, land-owning men. Guaranteed. That's what he's talking about. Again, 
Christian nationalism, none of us would survive, including this little fucker. Roll the tape. That said, atheist leftist producer Rob Reiner decided to make a film entitled God and Country, one debunking Christian nationalism. And now many of the professing Christians in the film are claiming that they were fully unaware that it was being made by a militant leftist atheist. But pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. Again, professing Christians. Again, this little motherfucker. I've got underwear older than he is. And true story, I promise you. The Texas football sweatshirt that you guys have seen me wear, I got that in 1992. I promise you, he wasn't born in 1992. Look at his fucking face. I love it how he, and he alone, he's got the right kind of Christianity. When you say things like professing Christians, you're hanging a huge asterisk. In other words, there probably aren't real Christians. If they show the people that he's talking about, they're probably old enough to be his mother and father. Some of them, even his grandparents. He can go fuck himself. Roll the tape. Theist anti-Christian. And as you're about to see, this point doesn't really matter at all. Here's the trailer. America and Christianity are like baseball and apple pie, and we celebrate them together. I was 16, 17 years old when I became a Christian. I'm an evangelical minister. I've been a Christian my whole life. I'm a Christian nationalist. I have nothing to be ashamed of because that's what most Americans are. <clears throat> okay, pause the tape. Allow me to once again quote my grandmother. When you lay down with dogs, your monkey ass gets up with fleas every time. If you ever find yourself in the same camp as Marjorie Taylor Greene, your message is putrid and I do not respect you or your fucking stance. She's proud to be a Christian nationalist and apparently so is evil Opie Taylor over there. This motherfucker. <laughs> She's terrible. And you agree with her? That means you're full of hate. Roll the tape. This Christian nationalism, Christian. Um... No, it isn't. We should be blazing forth as a countercultural example. And instead, we're leading the charge of... Pause the tape. Podcast is what you couldn't see. <coughs> was a sign that read, Jesus was a refugee. Let me tell you guys something. It made me think. Again, it's just like, again, we, we should all live under Christian rule. No one wants that. I promise you, even the people that are begging for it, you don't want that. The stereotypical Jesus versus who Jesus actually was. Again, Christians, you can go fuck yourself. If you met Jesus, you wouldn't like him. You wouldn't. Nothing about Jesus is something that today's conservative Christians would embrace. Do you actually think, again, Christians, that's for you to decide because you, what you're going to do to poke a hole in what it is I just said is to tell me I don't understand Jesus. You can go fuck yourself. But this story of Jesus, Jesus would have been more along the lines of, you know, a universal health care system, maybe even not even charged for it, right? Hey, my, my, my kid's got cancer and we can't afford you know, the treatments. What do you think your Jesus would have done? The refugee, right? You think you would have said, you know what? You deserve treatment 
Or what do you say? Well, pff, it's like someone didn't look at the right trees, bitch. Enjoy hell. Hey, I hope you're saved. Do you really think that Jesus that you jerk off would have been as pro-gun and pro-military as today's conservative Christians? What do you think? Right? All the social programs that Republicans are just dying to strike down. Do you really think Jesus would? Again, if you met the actual Jesus, you would hate that motherfucker. He stands for everything, Christians, that you hate. <laughs> so again, yeah, Jesus was a refugee. Yeah. And again, go into, and again, they because that's their, you know, I remember the last time I heard it was Jeff Durbin laughing, scoffing at the idea that Jesus was this long haired white guy. And I remember I paused the take with the quickness of, let's go to your church right now. Let's go to your church right fucking now. Every Christian worships a Jesus who looks like the genes of Michael Bolton and Kenny Loggins were spliced together. Yeah. Now, Christians, you would have hated Jesus simply based on his physical characteristics. You would have called him a wetback. You would have called him an illegal alien. His skin tone was a lot closer to mine, white people, than he was yours. The sharp, angular nose, he didn't have that. The fuckface was a Palestinian gang. His hair wouldn't have been straight. It would have been more like a matted, you know, unkept rat's nest. You want to know why? You know what was prevalent back in those days? Lice. You couldn't have that long flowing hair that you see in the pictures. If a black person in a Puerto Rican had a baby, it would have looked like Jesus, right? I, I had to point that out because that sign, Jesus was a refugee. Yeah, Christians, you would have called him an illegal alien. You would have joined in with Trump and chanted, send him back, send him back. Roll the tape. Malice and division. Christian nationalism uses Christianity as a means to an end. That end being some form of authoritarianism. Being a Christian is about the values of inclusion. Christian nationalism is certainly not based on the values of the gospel. So as you can see, the whole point of this trailer is to highlight extreme situations <clears throat> in an effort to tell the world that Christianity and conservative politics should not mix. And when this documentary needed professing Christian leaders to be in their film, who was there to answer the call? Well, the usual suspects, that's who. Here's a brief list. David French, Russell Moore, Kristen Dumay, Phil Vischer, Sky Jathani, Jamar Tisby, William J. Barber, and Anthea Butler. But I have just one all-important question for the Christians in my audience who are watching this video. Why on earth should you care one teeny tiny little bit about what these people have to say about politics? It's a fair question. Have these people pause the tape for the exact same reason people listen to your monkey ass? Apparently, those people that you don't agree with, evil Opie Taylor, they're saying something to a base that agrees with them, just like I speak to a base that, for the most part, agrees with me. But again, every single person that he just flashed, old enough to be this little fucker's kid, they're old enough to be his dad or his mama. But of course, you know, he's been a Christian for 15 years. You know, they studied Christianity for 15 fucking years. Their joints hurt when they get out of bed in the morning. These are latchkey kids. These are people that grew up on the electric company and fucking Scooby-Doo cartoons. These people were born long before the fucking internet. And they're old enough to be your fucking parent. But no, no, 
this kid, this kid knows more than those people. Okay, hold it, hey. Established that they have a solid track record of promoting biblical justice. If not, then why would I care what they say on the topic? And the answer, when you look at the facts, is abundantly clear. Morally and politically speaking, every one of the people I just mentioned has a political opinion that is worth exactly nothing to me. In fact, I wouldn't pick up one of their books or articles on Christian politics if it was delivered to my door for free with a bow on top. Unless, of course, I was going to critique it. To be clear, some of these people have political opinions that I would agree with, but overall, I simply have no reason to trust them with any real consistency. And at this point, you might ask, Colin... Pause the tape. We're not making it through this, but let me translate what he's saying. They're not hate-filled enough. It's like Durban. It's like Bruggengate. If you aren't willing to insult people, if you aren't willing to just sit here and be the rudest, meanest son of a bitch in the conversation, you're not a real Christian. I promise you there's a good number of those faces that he just flashed that are pro LGBTQ plus probably even been to rallies, right? And he's like, what, 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 what do you mean? You, you love faggots. You, you know, God's not with that. Well, you know, God says that all people, the bottom line is these people, I promise you, here's the translation. Cause he's just going to run off at the mouth. These Christians don't hate near enough to be real Christians. That's the message. Roll the tape. Colin, why are you being so intense about this? In fact, you're probably wanting some real practical evidence in support of these claims. Thankfully, we can provide that for you in this video. In fact, that's what it's all about. First, we have David French. French is a supposedly conservative political commentator and professing Christian evangelical who now works for the bastion of conservative politics that is the New York Times. But what exactly does French know about biblical justice? Well, for example, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, he put out a directive saying that parents who willfully permit surgical or pharmaceutical methods to alter the bodies of their so-called transgender children would be investigated for abuse. This would, of course, be both biblical and common sense. Positive. Go fuck yourself on both counts. Yeah, I live in Texas. And Greg Abbott's a piece of shit. All the problems plaguing Texas right now. Gang, I'm about three days away from a freeze. A hard freeze. I have to go to the store after I go to the gym. I promise you, the shelves will be empty. We're going to be more than fine. More than fine. But we Texans are so fucking traumatized from the last two... Uh, power outages because Texas is so woefully ill-prepared for the slightest bad weather. These are things that, gang, it, what was it 2021? Texas killed its citizens because in 2011, the Fed said, look, you are not ready for a hard freeze. Dead serious. If you freeze again, you're going to kill your citizens. You've got to up your winter game, Texas. We were told that. You know what Texas did? Not a fucking thing. So you know what happened? We proved the feds right. People died in that f in Snowmageddon of 2021. It's going to get to 18 degrees. My best friend lives in Breckenridge. You know what he calls 18 degrees Tuesday? And he'll go to work. No problems. Texas got real fucking problems. And we worked harder to demonize and make illegal trans existence. That's what Greg Abbott did.
<laughs> and this fuckface agrees with him. So he's in bed with Abbott and Marjorie Taylor Greene. What does that say about him? Roll the tape. If you endorse doing surgery on your child's body to permanently change their appearance based on the fact that they claim... Pause the tape. He can go fuck himself. Again, we're not having the same conversation. These talking points like woke and socialism, <coughs> they're not based on reality. They're making it sound like they're taking their third graders and just chopping dicks off. That's not how it works at all. I told y'all, I've got a friend who's a mental health professional and part of her job is signing off saying, yeah, this person right here is trans. I am signing off on the fact that they need to go down this path and become who it is they actually are. It is a long and lengthy process. Mental health professionals and physical health professionals team up to make sure that you are doing this correctly. But when he talks, when they all talk, like the people at the Daily Wire, they use trans as a verb, right? They want to trans your kids, like they want to attack your kids. No, fuck nuts. That's the Catholic priesthood, right? Now we should start doing the same. They're trying to Catholic your child. This fuck face is spitting nothing but venom and hate, and YouTube cannot pay this fucker enough money. We are not making it through this bullshit, gang. Roll the tape. Claim to be the opposite gender? That is the definition of wicked, abusive parenting. Parents are responsible for feeding their children. No, positive. You know what the definition of bad parenting is? Fuck nuts. Is sitting your child down and saying, you ain't shit. Uh, I thought you loved me, Dad. Well, I do, but the fuck face behind me hates your fucking guts. Now, let's go on over here to this tax-exempt building so you can eat some fucking flesh and drink some blood, and you're still not okay. Gang, I told you, you can go fuck yourself. If I would have been lucky enough to have a child, eh, you're not talking shit about my kids. You're not touching my child. I'm going to protect my child. And even if I know you're going to beat my ass, I will take that ass whipping if it means my kid gets a head start so they can run for safety. What I wouldn't do, again, I love you, kid, but see that motherfucker over there? They want to hurt you. And I'm going to let them. No, no, fuck that. That's the definition of bad parenting is Christianity. This motherfucker, well, he would know that if he was old enough to have his balls fucking drop so he can produce mature sperm. You've got no idea what loving someone means. Roll the tape. Why? Well, to keep them physically well. That's expected of parents. And by the same standard, they are also responsible for not letting their children surgically change their bodies based on subjective feelings that aren't rooted in reality. That would make them physically unwell. But David French, bastion of biblical justice that he is, said that this directive in Texas was, quote, an attack on civil liberties. He says this as a conservative Christian, of course, despite the fact that biblical law... Pause the tape. He's saying it because he's a fucking human. It is. It is. What Christians, no matter how many times you say it, trans people exist. Their road is legit and they need to walk that path. He said what he said because he's acting like a fucking human. Something that evil O.B. Taylor clearly knows nothing about. You want to know why I'm whispering, gang? Because it's literally like 1.45 in the fucking morning. Roll the tape. 
laws are meant to bring defense to those who cannot defend themselves, Isaiah 1.17. And I can't think of a more practical implication of this than defending children's physical well-being. Next, we have good old Russell Moore, who works for the liberal rag Christianity Today. As they say, birds of a feather flock together. Russell used to be a very relevant... Pause the tape. I just belch hashtag unprofessional. I've seen this fucker sit across the table from Vody Bog. <laughs> did, did, did he switch? Did he grow a heart? Did he, stop, did he stop saying real fucked up shit about other people? Let's find out. Roll the date voice in the Southern Baptist Convention. But thankfully now, any Christian who's even remotely interested knows not to take him seriously, especially not on matters of politics or biblical justice. Russell attended and spoke at the Justice Conference put on by Pastor Charlie Dates in Chicago. This conference was meant to, in their words, lead the fight for justice rooted in righteousness. So the speakers were supposed to lecture Christians on what biblical righteousness and justice looks like in the civil sphere. And Russell endorsed both the conference and the person who organized it, publicly. Among the speakers, however, was the Reverend Dr. Otis Moss III. Here's what the Honorable Reverend Doctor had to say about justice for unborn babies. Watch this. Pro-life position means a woman's health and choices are between her God, her conscience, and her doctor, and the government has no place making sacred decisions for people of different faiths and traditions. So the government has no say in what women or people of other faiths do to their unborn children, right? Does this sound like biblical justice to you? All right, pause the tape. So it sounds like there's a pastor who's pro-choice. Oh, anything but that. <clears throat> but again, Christian conservatives, go fuck yourself. One of, if not the cornerstone of conservatives, the conservative movement, small government. And apparently they want it so small they can shove it up a woman's vagina. You hypocritical sons of bitches. And again, I told you, I will never listen to a Christian talk to me about the sanctity of life when you believe that a good number of those sacred lives are going to be tortured forever after they die. You can go fuck yourself. But small government, small government, we don't want the government to tell us what to do, but we're going to tell women what to do with their body. Go fuck yourself, you hypocritical bastard. Roll the tape. Obviously not. This is the man that Russell Moore joined to lecture Christians on biblical justice. Here's the problem. The Bible says that murder is wrong and it ought to be illegal for all people of all faiths and all sexes. Exodus 20 verse 13. This is biblical justice 101 and the justice conference seems to have utterly missed it. But another conference speaker was Dr. Frederick Haynes, who has suggested that removing the federal right to take the life of a baby in the womb is, quote, anti-life as he laments angrily at the fact that, quote, 25 white men have dictated what women can do with their bodies. Just wait till he figures out that all the people who wrote the Bible were men. And by the way, real biblical- Positive and go fuck yourself, little bastard. There's nothing wrong with what Dr. Frederick said. 25 white men have dictated what women can do with their bodies. Again, I don't get into this debate because there's no debate to be had. Just like I'm, you're not going to sit here and tell me what I can do in my own goddamn house. Last time I checked, the only name on this motherfucking deed is mine. You don't tell me how to decorate. You don't tell me what I can eat. You don't You don't get to tell me shit. I really am. I usually, and it's a fun game to kind of count the days the last time I shut the door 
to the bathroom while I was taking a shit. It's one of the perks of you know, living by yourself and do whatever the fuck you want. Or if I want to eat dinner with my balls hanging on the goddamn, you know, seat cushion of my, it's exactly what I'm going to do. And if this little fuck face, you know, calls me, I was like, you, you have to close the door when you take a shit. I'm like, you are shit. Don't waste my time. Give me a break. That's the same thing. You do not get to tell that lady in Mobile, Alabama, what she can and can't do with her meat. Just like you can't tell me what to do in my own fucking house. Again, and I am not going to listen to a speech about the sanctity of life from a conservative Christian who believes in hell, who supports cutting to shreds just about any and all social programs. Go fuck yourself. I remember, and I don't care what he has to say, Hurricane Katrina, a topic I still have a very hard time thinking about and talking about. That was a very difficult time, obviously. And I still remember it got to the point where we we're talking about FEMA trailers. And yeah, the government was paying for it. And they were 100%. What seems to be the problem? Again, for the people, by the people. People pay taxes for reasons like this, as far as I'm concerned. I think when people like this asshole and the conservative Christians I heard talk about it, when they think New Orleans, they think the Garden District. No. No. That's a very small part of New Orleans. Inner city New Orleans. The, the, the kids that would dump into St. Augustine Private School. The wards. and That's New Orleans. There's a lot more poor people than there are rich people, just so you know. And we was like, well, you just kick them out. Just kick them out. It's like, where are they going to go? I don't care. I'm, I'm tired of my tax dollars going to. You're willing to make these people homeless? We'll just go buy another house. They're poor. We'll just get a job. Where? Again, just like wealth is passed down, so is poverty. If your parents have less than zero, what are they handing you? This is what I'm talking about. But all life is sacred. All life is sacred. You can't murder that baby. You, But here's a human right here that needs your help. Fuck them. They should have made better life choices. I can't listen to a Christian talk about the sanctity of life. Go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. Biblical justice has nothing to do with the color of the person who is enacting said justice. Obviously, God's moral law shows no partiality. Acts 10.34. But given that this is the case, why did Russell Moore speak at the conference? I'm assuming he didn't get invited so that he could refute and disagree with all the claims of the other speakers. And why would Russell think it's a good idea on any level to lecture people on biblical justice alongside speakers who clearly don't support it themselves? By the way, this is the very same Russell Moore who has criticized evangelicals for compromising when they voted for Trump. So apparently compromise... Pause the tape. I don't know really who this fucker is, but what seems to be the problem? Let's get that quote back up there. So podcasters, you can't see, hold on. ...idea on any level to lecture people on biblical justice alongside speakers who clearly don't support it themselves. By the way, this is the very same Russell Moore who has criticized evangelicals for... That Russell Moore tweeted out Donald Trump's Christian soldiers. Let me tell you something, evil Opie Taylor, you are a traitor to your country. I told you, eight years ago, I'm wanting to listen to you, to you talk. Again, none of us are above the okie doke. We all 
can be mentally conditioned to bite on some bullshit. We can. But if after all this time, you still are a Trump supporter, you can go fuck yourself. Again, you support Marjorie Taylor, fuck nuts green, Greg Abbott. Clearly this fucker is a Trump supporter. Mad. So I guess the definition, partial definition of woke is not supporting Donald Trump as a Christian. Roll this fucked up. We're, we're, I have to end this soon. Roll the tape. Compromising when they voted for Trump. So apparently compromise is only acceptable when Russell Moore does it on behalf of his leftist friends. But it's not okay when you do it. So again, I ask you. Pause the tape. It's not okay when you do it to support Donald Trump. Again, the, the, the Donald Trump presidency, as far as I'm concerned, from day one was not about politics. At this stage of the game, especially in eight years after the fact, after all the shit that he did, if you still support Donald Trump, you don't get to tell him much you love America. You don't. You are a fucking traitor to your country. Roll this fucked up ass tape. Why should we trust Russell Moore on traditional biblical values when he keeps giving us reason after reason to completely disregard him on these things? Food for thought. Next, we have Kristen Dumay, professor of history at Calvin University. When she was asked if homosexuality was a sin, she said that while she was raised in the traditional view, she now, quote, is actively examining this issue in light of tradition, interpretation, history, and of course, science. That's a fairly non-helpful word salad for you. Yet the Bible clearly says that homosexuality is a sin in Romans chapter Positive. one versus- What did I tell you guys? The problem with these Christians, according to this little fuck knuckle, they don't hate hard enough. Okay, so Barack Obama was no different. In the beginning, Barack Obama said marriage between one man and one woman. And even when he said it, it was sitting on some bullshit. But then he took in new information and he changed. Now, gay people can get married, according to uh, Barack motherfucking Obama. This pastor... In the beginning, marriage between one man and one woman. Then she took in new information and she changed. She evolved. And according to this fucking evil 17-year-old, she's not a real Christian because she doesn't hate hard enough. Roll the tape. 26 through 27, among many other places. And this is what the church has always taught and believed. She has also heavily implied that she's in favor of keeping gay marriage legal, despite the fact that the Bible says it's not marriage at all. When commenting on the recent Roe decision, she implied that removing a woman's right to take the- Yeah, pause the tape, I'm, I'm getting ready to end this bullshit. Again, I'm putting $100 on the table right now. This fucker has never shaved twice in the same seven day period. No fucking way. I should sound like him. He should sound like me. He's too young to sound like this. I, I really got nothing to say, gang. It's like going to a Klan meeting and being upset when they say we hate niggers. It's a Klan meeting. That's what they're supposed to say. This little fuck face is filled with hate. Hate. And like a lot of other Christian videos I review, there's just really nothing to say. It's like when I did that review on feedback where someone kept asserting that I called Ben Shapiro a monkey. I was like, I can't address this anymore because I never said that. Nothing what this little fuck face is saying is even close to being true. I, 
I got nothing. Roll the tape. Life of her unborn child was, quote, a ruthless display of power on behalf of conservatives. But of course, given that the Bible treats the unborn life as human, Psalm 139, it is justice, not ruthlessness, to protect that life legally. To put it simply, Kristen Dumay has no idea what she's talking about. Next, we have Phil Vischer. The What's the tape in the tape? I, I, I literally can't listen to this anymore. Get this little fuck face off my screen. <clears throat> <clears throat> Again, even as a seventh degree black belt, I have a lot to learn. I can even learn from a student. I can, I absolutely can. But there comes a point in time where even as a green belt, you can quote unquote teach your uh, instructor a lesson. But there's a thin line between that and being disrespectful as the most piece of shit. Give me a break. Shut your fucking mouth. There's a seventh degree black belt here. That's what this is like. The people that he's reviewing are old enough to be his fucking parents. And, and his only critique on their style of Christianity is they're too nice. This motherfucker. Dang, Uncle Bob's only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bob's giving you one big motherfucking solution. Colin, shut the fuck up. Fight for truth. Fight for hatred. That's his problem. He reminds me of that kid that me and Peter talked to once. <clears throat> the kid looked up to Steven Anderson, America's hate pastor. If you don't know who that is, look it up. And he was a kid, like literally a kid. And he's talking, he's talking, he's talking, he's talking. Again, a kid as in he still lives with his parents, kid. And in the middle of the interview, his kid brother walks in the room and gang, he lit up. He lit, he loved his little brother so goddamn much. And it was a cute moment. And he finally got his brother out of the room. And I said that, that right there, you, you were not filled with as much hate as you claimed to be. You cannot look at your brother and melt the way that you just did and then tell me that you support Steven Anderson. I don't buy it, kid. I do not buy it. He was nice, and he's supposed to be nice. It's good to be nice. Not Colin. He can go fuck himself. His only critique against, quote-unquote, woke Christians is that they're nice. They're like, well, you're not mean enough to faggots. What seems to be the problem? Well, you see that lady over there? Yeah, she she wants an abortion for reasons that got nothing to do with you. Well, I want small government. Well, she wants an abortion. Fuck that bitch. I'm going to tell her what to do. Colin, go fuck yourself. But again, woke. Woke. The, de the definition of woke, as far as I'm concerned, is whatever pisses off a conservative Christian. You know, choice. Helping people. Being kind to people. King, that today's show is just sitting on some bullshit. I'm glad I did it, but I also regret it. This is no way to start my fucking day. I mean, give me a break. This kid is too young, too sound, as hate-filled as he does. I would say pray for the motherfucker, but then there's a the whole atheism thing. At this stage of the gang, gang, all I can do is truly hope and pray before God and for more white people that one day he looks at one of these videos and say, why the fuck did I say that? But until that day, he can go fuck himself. This little bastard is so filled with hate, I smelled it through the goddamn screen. 
And there is no fucking definition of woke. Conservative Christians, fucking drop it. All right, gang, the big guy told you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jane and Truth, let's go. Gang, today's show is sitting on some bullshit. This is no way to start my day.